0: The voice that needs no introductions. Touchdown, Green Bay! But here's one anyway. And a dagger delivered by Aaron Rodgers. Your voice of the Green and Gold for 21 years and counting, Wayne Larrabee and his golden pipes are on Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN. Wayne Larrabee is brought to you by Century Foods. Win two tickets to see the Packers and Seahawks on Sunday, November 14th in Green Bay. Go to Century's Facebook and enter to win by November 3rd. Strap on your seatbelt.
1: It's just impossible. Maybe uh, Wayne can explain how the Packers can do so well against the Bears, especially in Chicago. Wayne Whatever explanation is a great one, because they keep doing it with air the stink. That's easy.
2: Well, well first off, uh, I'd like to uh, address the, the major question of the day on your show, and that is candy corn. And, you know, <laughs> yes. Tony, it's not a black and white issue. It's, it's not? Is the candy corn fresh, or is it stale? If it's stale, it's awful. It's a minus 10. If it's
1: fresh... It's more like a 7 or 8. Yeah! For, Wayne. I, I have a question, Wayne. How do you know when it's fresh? Wayne, you just, you just hurt
0: me, right? You just hurt me, Wayne. I used to really, 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 really <laughs> like you, Wayne. Now, you just hurt me right now. <laughs> you, no, you didn't. <laughs> I don't
2: like me. You didn't like me either. I <laughs> really right,
0: right, right, well, used to we'll, love you, Wayne. We'll now leave candy corn.
1: I'll try to figure out how I know it's a fresh. A 7? Because I want to play the touchdown shovel past Lazard. And have, Wayne, I want to have you to explain it after we hear your highlight.
0: A-Rod looks it over, long count, gets motion from Aaron Jones, fakes the toss to Jones, gives up the middle on the toss to Alan Lazard, and he scores straight ahead! Shovel pass to Lazard, touchdown pass, Rodgers to Alan
1: Lazard, and the Packers are on the board, trailing 7-6. to six. Wayne, that just seems so scary in the middle there with so many people, explain yeah you know um
2: Mike Sherman used to use that a lot when he was head coach of the uh, Packers. He'd call that play a lot um and it's it's really two things uh Homer it's in a gaggle of players, it looks really dangerous um I suppose you could say somebody would intercept it, but it's not likely to be intercepted in there Oh,
1: so if it's a receiver drops
2: pass. it yeah if the right. receiver drops it, it's a pass, and so if the ball lands on the ground it's it's a pass it's an incomplete pass, and they go back you know to second down but um, so it's not as dangerous a play as it might look. And Rodgers has always been very good at executing those types of things anyway in close quarters.
1: That's a great point because you can't, you can hit the ground, it's no problem. Well, the touchdown pass to Aaron Jones that put the Packers up 10. We've seen that one before and want to see it again.
0: Rodgers takes, takes the handoff, looks to throw, has plenty of time, dumps it off left side Jones, gets by Gibson to the 10, cutting left to the 5, to the end zone, leaping in for the touchdown. 12-yard touchdown pass to Aaron Jones, and the Packers
1: increased their lead, 16 to seven. It was almost too easy. Didn't he uh, celebrate a little too early? I don't know if that was the right. Yeah, point. maybe, yeah, maybe he did on that play uh,
2: did, at the end of it. But um, you know, the thing about that play is that Rodgers had a lot of time, as I mentioned. And so he went through a lot of progressions, and then there's Aaron Jones. What a safety valve to have. A guy that he could safely pass the ball to, and he can explode uh, for a touchdown like that. That's I, I that's the beauty of their offense and the personnel they have in it.
1: And then just you look at the yardage now from Dillon and Jones and receiving and running. I don't know that you expect 200, but they can easily get to 150. That's just, um, there's so many options, and, and just creates just so much weaponry, some more weapons for Rodgers every year they play together.
2: Yeah, and these two running backs are really performing well in tandem and they complement each other very well. So neither one has 150 yards rushing in a game, but they have about 80 some yards and 70 some yards. By the time you get get done the day is over and you've got 150 yards rushing, that's a heck of a day, especially against a defense like that.
1: Or at 150 when you add the, 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 uh, the passes that they catch I mean I
2: Well then I, yeah, then you're way up there yeah. in terms you're close to 200 yards. yeah, yeah. And, they,
1: and they can do that. you never know what the numbers are giving, but they they have the potential to do that literally every game now with catching and running.
2: I agree with you. I, I think they're, you know, Dylan has come a long way. He was a little bit raw in the passing game last year, and understandably so. It's not something he had to do much in college, but he's become a very fine receiver, very trustworthy out there. I think he's become a, a better blocker in terms of picking up the blitz, so they trust him on third down if they have to use him there. Uh, obviously, he's going to keep Aaron, uh, uh, Aaron Jones fresh with, because when he goes in there, there's no drop off, very similar to what they had with Jamal Williams a year ago.
1: And now we get to what I think will be the historic run by Aaron Rodgers to be remembered forever. Not only the run, but his post-run comments.
0: Three receivers left. Quick count. Rodgers takes pump fakes once and again. Scrambles to his right. Buying time, takes it himself. He's to the five to the end zone for the touchdown. Aaron Rodgers just inside the pylon. And the Packers lead it. 23 to 14.
1: It's Wayne, I still, I still own you I'm Still own you. <laughs> well, take it wherever you want, Wayne.:
2: I wish that happened on our end of Soldier Field. That happened as far <laughs> away from us as possible. And I wish it happened on our end, because it was a great moment. <laughs> no question about that. But we didn't know anything about it. you know, you could barely hear it in the background of my call, Aaron making those remarks uh, to the people there, to the uh, fans. But um, we, couldn't, uh, we couldn't pick up on that on our broadcast. And John Kuhn on the field, though, he, he, could, he, uh, he had a handle on that as well, mentioned it later on in the broadcast. But I wish that had happened at our end of the field.
1: I got to believe that, that he loves scrambling, running, not like a one-yard run, but beating the guys to the corner of the end zone at his age. That, I don't know. Do you think there's anything that pleases him more to do that?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so, to be honest with you. I think he still likes the fact that he got, can outrun some of those yes. guys to the pylon. And you're exactly right. And, you know, the Bears, uh, that's a good pass rushing football team. And I know Aaron was sacked three times, but for the most part, um, you know, he had a lot of time to throw, including on that play. As you heard me say, he pumped fake once and twice, and then he escaped to the right, still looking for a receiver, pumped again, and then took it in himself. So. Um, No, I I think Aaron enjoys the fact that he can still run. And he looked yesterday uh, like he he, he turned the clock back a little bit in terms of his ability to escape the rush and run and, and hurt a defense with his legs.
1: Bachtiar may be back with one, but I just think there what there hasn't been a game with all these injuries the offensive line where we've said, "Well, Wayne, you know, it's just going to happen with all the changes in the offensive line." That, that it's never become a topic in terms of determining a game, and that's pretty amazing given all the given all the changes.
2: Yeah, the, what you're talking about is the, how the line is hung in there. Well, yes. uh, you know. The line has not prevented the Packers from winning. And, um, you know, when you have all these injuries and all these changes, it very well could happen. I mean, you could get a situation where they just can't block anybody, uh, either um, for the run or uh, the pass. But that's not been the case with these guys. They've been well prepared, the guys that have gone in there. Hey, look at Lucas Patrick. He goes in there, does a professional job at the center position, hadn't practiced all week at center. Now he's played center in the past. They cross-train a lot of these guys, especially early in their careers, to play multiple positions on the line. And this is a year where that comes in handy, and certainly it has with Lucas Patrick.
1: It's time. They're waiting. Homer, come on, quit talking. Get to the dagger, all right? This is fourth down and ball game for the Bears. Fourth and 26.
0: Line to gain is a 22 at 22 of Green Bay. Fields rotating in the backfield. Circle route to his right. Penalty marker's down. He rainbows deep down the right side and it is broken up
1: incomplete. Incomplete and there is your dagger. And, Wayne, I know it's one thing to lose to the Packers, but I can't imagine how terrible it is to year after year for Bears fans to go to Soldier Field, their home field, and get beat the same way.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was a point in the rivalry where fans were hanging banners, it's, and they, they don't allow them to do that anymore. They don't allow anybody to hang banners, I guess, in Soldier Field, from what I understand, anymore. But They used to continue to, fans, of bring a banner and hang it from the <laughs> – from the wall of the stadium, Lambeau's South is what they were calling it. So, you know, I mean, hey, Homer, I've seen this rivalry. I've seen the Bears dominating. I've seen the Packers dominant. And um, it's it's very interesting that there have been very few seasons in the, uh, I don't know, 30-some years I've been around this rivalry sure. that where both teams were really good at the same time. That's what made 2010 such a special year. Both teams were really good. I, I think the Bears won the first game that year in Soldier Field. I'm not mistaken, a Sunday or Monday night, and the Packers won the next one in Lambeau Field, a game they had to have just to make the playoffs. And then they played in the NFC Championship game in Soldier Field for a third time. Um, you know, But there have been too few seasons where both teams have been really good at the same time.
1: Well, we know the rough part of the schedule is coming up, but I like to say like a cushion. And, Wayne, I'd like a 6-1 cushion heading into the Cardinals, Chiefs, Seahawks, Vikings, and Rams. I'm all for it. It'd be great. All right, we'll look for another dagger and another noon game, the Packers against the Washington football team. Thanks, Wayne.